What's popping? Big up India. Big, big up. Yeah, man, we're kicking it live from downtown. Beautiful, gritty, shitty. I mean, dark and disgusting urine smelled downtown LA. <laughs> live on, uh, on, Skid, on skidrowstudios.com. Uh, write this number down 1 800 893 9562. You're listening to, of course, the Nestorious Public radio show and i'm your host nesta rodriguez aka ne ne nestorious the glorious that's right and that's my man right there mr simon kaufman live and direct Ooh wee it's me <laughs> and, and on mic number three is my man richie <laughs> motherfucker stole my line i was gonna come in with that Ooh wee uh, yo it's just me it's just me rich c on mic three it's me rich c yo that's my man rich c on mic three big up to rich c big up big up we're gonna keep the big ups on a on a, on a low because they're getting expensive on the show we, oh, we yeah. get, fcc is charging us a little bit too much money for every big up that we do so we're gonna keep the big ups probably to like one section we're gonna uh, do more little ups than big ups. Right, right, right. More, <laughs> more, a lot of little. We're gonna do a lot of little ups, and then uh, we'll do the big ups. So, so somebody just asked me a little while ago, like, what our show is about, and I, I, I didn't know how to answer it. Our show is like, like when goddesses kiss you on the lips after drinking wine in yeah. a field. Yeah. I just told him our show is about big ups. That's, I mean, we just, you know, I mean, did you? That's what's up. It's that's, true. That's, it's what I'm, big ups. that's what I'm saying. It's about big ups, man. I want to give big props to my man Nicodemus in the uh, control board there. That's my man. Yeah. Big up to Nicodemus. Big up. Big up. Big up. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, I just came back from New York. You know, uh, I had my IRS audit, as you remember. Uh, we talked about uh, the IRS in episode yeah. one, uh, the history of the IRS, and uh, I just got to say, man, it was it was interesting. You know what I mean? Of course, uh, I was very prepared. I have all my stuff in order. I had a big folder uh, with uh, dividers in it. So, oh, I, you know, big time! You, know oh, you, you got you were legit. Yo, yeah, I yeah. had everything uh, that you know. What they do is they send you a list of things that they want from you. Yeah. Item one. You know, tax returns from 2010, blah, blah, blah. Item two, uh, reconciled receipts. Item three, blah, blah, blah. So I had everything all in order. You opened that shit up. They went, oh, shit. I said, padow. They went, oh, no. She we said, I'll be here a little while. Put that back. Yeah. They closed the lid on that, said, you can go, Nestor. Well, kind of. got your shit straight. Well, when I first spoke to the chick, man, she was an Asian chick. She sounded really dry. I said, oh, fuck, man. It's going to be rough. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, oh, man. But when I saw her, she was this like petite Taiwanese chick, real cute. So, you know, there was the charisma thing. You know, 
I was just playing the passing the bodega. I say suave maneuver. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? And I, and she asked me a question. I had the right answer. My accountant was there. He went buck wild after a certain point. <laughs> I was like, that's enough, Howie. You just chill, okay? You just chill. Yeah. Because I think I got this. So we broke for lunch. She said, I think everything seems to match up. We broke for lunch. I'll call you back. I just need to look at some bank statements. So me and my account went out for lunch. She calls me about an hour and a half later. I come back. And I thought everything was going to go smooth and shit. Then she starts asking me for like credit card receipts and all, sort, all sorts of stuff. And she starts going in like piece by piece by piece, bro. My heart was like, oh, shit. So that's how they get you. First, they're like, oh, I think everything looks good. Let's get lunch. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, everything looks good. You're lighting up a split. You, you fucking you're at the taco truck. That's what I'm saying. You light up a bowl. That's how they get you. Yeah. You hang it out. You take some shots. You're like, you're happy. You come back. And she's like, okay. What, okay. what is the purchase at Poquito Mas right. on the 2nd of right. December? Right. You can't be deducting condoms. What is this? You can't be deducting mouthwash. Listerine, that's not a deductible item. What is this? And, yeah. you know, then I yeah. got to get then I gotta get crafty. You know what I'm saying? The <laughs> Fabulous Rainbow Dancing Cabaret Club. Right. Why were you there at 1 a.m. Well, writing this off? Well, simply said, <laughs> uh, simply put, I run a business. I'm in the entertainment business. Sometimes you never know if Tom Cruise, Cruise needs Listerine. Or condoms. So I have to run out in the middle of the shoot and get him what he needs. Maybe he wants to go to the uh, the, yeah. the Krispy Kreme fucking strip uh, variety. Yeah. I mean, entertainment business is very fast-paced. Sometimes I need a woman to rub her crotch on me for $20. <laughs> right. But the <laughs> and thing it could is, be one in the morning. Here, here's the thing. Here's what I learned. Here's what I learned. Seriously. A, I was prepared. I had everything that she needed. Right. I wasn't necessarily prepared at that particular time for her like microscopically questioning me for certain things. I did know the answers though. I was prepared. I mean, like I know, for example, if you're going to give a gift, this is for you, for, for you people out there. The IRS only allows up to $25 per business gift. So when she starts going through my, my, my receipts and she goes, what is this? Tiffany's and this and that, you know, Papa Doc comes up and says, yo, I deal with highfalutin executives. <laughs> now I'm saying sometimes a nigga got to get a business account at Tiffany's. Know what I'm saying? So sometimes my people, they need business card holders. You know what I'm saying? And they're sterling silver. But check it. Peep it. I only spend $25. She was like, oh, okay, next. You know what I mean? Right. The thing was, I was armed, yeah. you know, with the right answers. Uh, and so I think I did all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I did all right. It wasn't, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a big... Uh, 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 thing, but the moral of the story is, you know, go there prepared, as as prepared Keep as your you, records, yeah. all your records in order. Be prepared for, you know, out of left field questions. Just, just, just know what the parameters are. Yeah, and know how to hide money, offshore accounts. <laughs> <laughs> she asked me that. Put things in your children's she name. She, she asked me that. Really? Yeah, yeah. She says you don't, you you don't have any uh, accounts in 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 uh, in foreign countries, and I said, of course not. It's right. illegal. Right. I, I know for a fact that if no, I'm I had, not a, I'm not a politician. Why would I do things like that? I'm right, not right. A, no, 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 no. But I'm saying. I'm not, but I'm not, saying. Not a I'm not a United executive. States senator. Why would I break the no, law? No, but I'm saying sometimes you'll come up and you'll say something to somebody. Like, they'll ask you a question and you'll go, 
Oh, oh, I didn't know you wasn't supposed to do that. And you know what I mean? They'll right. catch you. Right. I was like, no, oh, no. Shit. No, but Yo. I was like, no, nah, I know. I mean, I know what the ruling is on that. I know that the IRS requires anybody who has an, uh, a, a savings account or any kind of business account outside of the United States, you have to let them know. Why? Because you want you motherfuckers to enlarge our assholes from abroad. <laughs> yes. You want to remote control the foop that's going to go into the sphincter hole that I've been saving all my fucking life. That's why. Yeah. You know what I mean? They want, we want theirs. It all. Yeah. They want theirs and they're good. Anyway, the, the point of, the point is just, you know, get your shit in order and be prepared for all the for the uh 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 And wash calls. your money, folks. You know, wash your money. Vending machines, uh uh yeah. soda machines, you know, find a way car washes, find something you can do to hide money and wash your money so that yeah. when the IRS comes looking for your offshore bank accounts. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. There's a big surge right. in vending machine sales uh, in the past. That's uh, right. Years. Yeah, you know, uh, tonight, uh, tonight, we're going to be discussing topics like George Bush's library. <laughs> <laughs> Famous quotes from George Bush that would qualify him to have a library uh, named after him. Uh, we're going to be talking about the immigration reform. We're going to be talking about uh, uh, people all over America doing stupid shit, you know, shit like that. Anyway, uh, thanks for uh, tuning into Nestorius uh, Public Radio. And uh, call 1-800-893-9562. You're listening live. It's uh, 9 p.m. Uh, in uh, California and the West Coast. And it's about midnight, uh, a little after midnight uh, in, uh, in, uh, on the East Coast. So wake the fuck up. Make a phone call. You know what I'm saying? What do yeah. you got to say? Pick it up. Pick up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Pick it up. We have a PayPal account. We're going to be taking uh, fundraisers so that we can keep this shit going. All right? Uh, anyway, um, we're going to kick it off uh, on some of the controversies of last week, um, courtesy of The Week, my favorite uh, news uh, 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 magazine. Um, so it was a good week for uh, Icelandic lovers who can now use a smartphone app to avoid accidental incest. For real, this is true. Uh, (laughs) I'm serious, ain't no bullshit. The nation's 320,000 residents are often related because of generations of inbreeding. So prospective partners can bump their phones and hear an alarm if they're cousins. This is straight up. I don't like it. I I, I thought, you would never think, Icelandic people almost... Fucking 320,000 of them are, are, are almost related. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I mean, but who cares? That's not a big number, though, in, 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 a, in, a, in that area. Because people, they fuck a lot. In Iceland? Everywhere. 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 People, they're fucking a lot. Look at, look at Kobe. Look at, uh, yeah. look, you know. Accidental incest. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. I wouldn't want a phone app to tap. I mean, you get, you, by the time you bought a dinner, you bought, I would have to tap before dinner. I'd have to tap before we got back in my car. <laughs> I would want to tap first. Tap, then, hi, what's your name? Because uh-huh. by the time I've invested, by the time I've bought her dinner and gotten her home, tap, no tap, it's on. First cousin, second cousin, twice removed, it it's on. It doesn't matter. It's on. It don't matter. Yeah, until, yeah. Right. Like, you basically, you're saying, I don't want to know. I don't want to, yeah. I want to tap so something okay else. With, I don't want to tap my phone at that you're point. You're okay with the incest. Yeah. Accidental as incest? As, as long as you don't know. I'd rather tap accidental. what I brought home from the bar than my cell phone <laughs> to another cell phone. <laughs> I understand that. And and uh, so the other good thing was uh, 
well, for George W. Bush, our former president, uh, whose presidential library opened with his popularity rebounding. In a new poll, 47% said they approved of Bush's job as president, while just 34% said they strongly disapproved. So, I mean, they named a library. Well, they opened. So, what's the deal? When a president, when, once a president is uh, is retired after he leaves the presidency, they name a fucking library after them. Is that? Well, yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know what the what you got to do to get your library. I guess it's like equivalent to the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame or something. Is I that assume. what it is? Probably because you know be, be, they, you open a library and it adds some credibility to you. And if anybody needs any credibility, it's that guy, right? Well, I mean, he's trying to get his ratings just, up. I just don't understand out of all <laughs> things that you would name after or 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 uh, uh, get something opened and named after. Why would a library? I mean, I can see like because nobody would buy a school. No, but I'm saying an, <laughs> I'm saying like an abortion clinic. Would you want him to open right. up a rib shack? No, <laughs> no. Lie. I mean, it, George it, W. Know. Bush. No, uh, like an yeah. abortion clinic or maybe a condom factory. You know what I'm saying? Like this yeah, shit like, ends here. Start a, a a gun company. You know, like you know, something like that. Something related to his his heritage. Or like in Canada, they have these like um. Or an, these self, um, like they're called suicide bags. Like uh-huh. if you have a terminal illness, <laughs> you you put them over your head, right. and you can like go peacefully in your sleep. Oh yeah, it's a it's a self inflicted so euthanasia. You asphyxiate yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, not asphyxiate. It, it slowly you, you run out of oxygen and you right. die in your sleep. They should name. Like some of those fucking things after him. Yeah, they could have different flavors. <laughs> like grape flavored air. So your dog, your dog comes and licks it off of you. I want to die. Motherfucker eats it. <laughs> I want to die. Get off of me, you fucking dog. I want the strawberry gas. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. There's no yeah. gas. It's just no, basically. But, they, but it would smell like strawberries inside. <laughs> you know, so you go out smelling your favorite flavor, vanilla aroma. Well, yeah. No, no, no. But I'm saying, I'm saying, new car scent. No, I'm saying. <laughs> Put the trees in your bag. Yeah, imagine that shit. You want to go in peace. You got triple fucking stage ball cancer. You're in your bed. You right. smoked your last bong. You ate your ba- your favorite meal. You've come to the conclusion that you're cool with it, right? And then, and then you don't want to bag. De- you don't want to deal with chemotherapy. You buy the George Bush kill yourself right. in your sleep bag. Yeah, right? and on the bag on the front, it has a picture of him. So when you're right. laying there, it's like him yeah. that's dying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. That 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 no, I, that would freak me the fuck out. I want to be remembered like the great... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be but, remembered as a great but man. But if you put a fucking flavoring on <laughs> you put you a flavoring. Have, like, like if you like to smell yeah. your own farts, you, you could like preload it with your own farts oh, in there. Oh, come on. That's crazy. I had to go there. I hear you. I hear you. That's, 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 that's crazy. But anyway, um, no, the thing, the thing is... Um, and and just so you know, we here at Nestorius Public Radio, we're uh, not either uh, we're not either Republican nor Democrat. We just like to poke fun at everyone, um, uh, and so everyone's fair game here. We just like to talk a lot of shit. Yeah, we don't even vote. Half of us are felons. Yeah. We can't even vote if yeah, we I wanted to. We, uh, I can't vote. Yeah, uh, so it doesn't matter. Rich doesn't even have his gun rights. It doesn't um, matter. I. Uh, the point is, the point is, I don't is, vote. It's always on a Tuesday. Well, got t- shit yeah. to do. Tuesday is fucking. Why buy- do they always put it on a Tuesday? Super well, Tuesday. Well, Tuesday is buy one gram get one free at the local fucking medical marijuana shop. Yeah, yeah, so Tuesday is kinda- buy one get one free <laughs> yes. cigars that we that you go to. <laughs> Where I go Tuesdays is 
Happy Tuesdays. You buy two cigars, you get one free. And at your medical marijuana joint, you buy two buds, you get one free. And anywhere in fucking Southern California, it's Taco Tuesdays. It's the worst day for voting. It's the worst day for right. voting. Yeah, it's they the worst do this. See, that's how they get you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? I'll tell you right you know now. Okay, is. hold on. I'm going to tell you right now you what it is. You know what it is? They're out there, and they're counting on us not to show up. That's why they do it on Tuesday. Look, it, like I always say, it used to be your vote didn't count. Now, with electronic voting, no one's even counting your vote. Yeah. You're pushing it off they, into a sky. They pull some crazy shit off. Hey, on the vote. Look, you know, side note, you know, back a couple of uh, uh, years ago, they were going to get rid of... Um, uh, I know this wasn't on the list, but they were going to get rid of um, uh, what's it called uh, the the rent control, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. they're yeah they're going to get rid of that. They got rent controlled here in California too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but the building has to be, uh, I guess, seventy five percent occupied no, by seventy in the year seventy seven. It had to be built in seventy seven mm -hmm. or occupied by seventy seven or before. Or before after that, you're kind of fucked. So you know, not a lot of people with uh, central air. Damn, New York City is, is 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 not as fucked up as that. New York yeah. City, if they, you have a, if you have a rent controlled or rent stabilized apartment, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You could like technically pawn it off. To your to your um to your siblings, mm -hmm. so like your son, your sister, you keep it in the family, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, I knew these people that lived. What's that? What's the one place down uh, that they built? Oh man, it's right on the village, right coming down to FDR, that big uh, right off Fourteenth Street of the FDR, Cooperstown, Cooper Village. Oh oh oh, Peter uh, Cooper Village, Pete, uh -huh. mm -hmm. right next to Menchie's. Uh, no, Pete, no, no, no. Pete, <laughs> Peter Cooper. <laughs> Peter Cooper Village. Yeah. I, I knew some people that lived in there. They had the apartment forever. They were living right there for not that much yeah. money, you know? Yeah. But I think those were co-ops, so did. you have to buy into that. No, it's it was, a little but different. his grandfather did. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. That was, the, that was built for the workers. Those, that Cooper, yeah, yeah, Cooper yeah. Village was built, built back for, in the day. For workers and people for who came back who were going to come and, yeah, who, yeah. Right, right, right. So so wait, let me let me tell you about Finish this. Finish the story, yeah. So we're going you're going down to vote for all that, right? Right. And, but there's a lot more people living in apartments than houses and they were trying to kind of base it, you know, make it a little even or whatever. So they tell you they give tell you where to go and uh, and vote and it was at this like Goodwill on the corner of like Laurel Canyon and Riverside and there's a sign in the window that says, nah, "Sorry, we changed the polling place last minute." And here's the new address. And the new address was completely wrong. It was on Moore Park, and you go to the address with the GPS, and it's in a park. But it's actually Riverside. So they, right. per, I don't know, they fucked up, you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, conveniently mm -hmm. for that. So I finally found the place. I figured it was Riverside. And I asked the dude, I'm like, why did they change this? Are they going to try and make it harder for people to vote to keep rent control? And the dude was like, uh, sure. they do that shit all the time. Sure. Dude. Sure, Seriously. they're gonna do whatever they can. But yeah. anyway, I, I have a, I have a. Uh, we kind of went all over the place there. But I, ha <laughs> but I have a psychotic. Um, well, not a psychotic, but quite a few quotes. And I got these quotes from Ambushed. It's a book called uh, Ambushed. Uh, Leland Gregory is the author. It's a compilation of brilliant, brilliant, and uh, if not scholarly and ingenious quotes by. Mr. George W. Bush, which uh, kind of uh, answers my question uh, why he got a library named after him. Not. <laughs> Here we go. Number one, my favorite. Uh, not my favorite. My, number one, I'm hopeful. I know there is a lot of ambition in Washington, obviously, but I hope the ambitious realize that they are more, more likely to succeed with success as opposed to failure.
<laughs> That's a quote. Listen, this is a straight, straight up quote. January 18th, Associated Press interview, 2001. This is, I'm going to read a couple of quotes. So, so you ask yourselves, America, how the fuck, the first, the first election, he was accused of stealing it, right? Was it the first one or the second one? I thought it was the first one, and then the well, second the first one, one. It went to the vote in Florida, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. The first one he was accused of stealing, accused of stealing it. So he's in the first term here. Right. If people in America were paying attention to the shit that some of this, the some of the shit this guy was saying, then you have to ask yourself, how was he reelected the second time? Because the second time he didn't steal it. The second time was a straight out. He fucking won the election. Right. You know what I mean? So here's another quote, Mike. Pro-life position is I believe there's life. It's not necessarily based in religion. I think there's a life there. Therefore, the notion of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the fetus is focused on the life. This motherfucker is like straight up El Cabong. Straight up. Here's another one. For every fatal shooting, there are roughly three non-fatal shootings. <laughs> Folks, this is unacceptable in America. We're going to do something about it. <laughs> this is him. This is fucking, you can't make this up. You can't make this up. And believe it or not, a lot of this stuff is in 2001. This is in 2001. A lot of it is, this is uh, George W. Bush it says shooting himself in the foot while talking about gun violence in Philadelphia uh, and Pennsylvania, May 14, 2001. Uh, here's another one. Our nation must come together to unite. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some redundancy. In he, redu he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. My administration has been calling upon all the leaders in in the in the Middle East to do everything they can to stop the violence, to tell the Different parties involved that peace will never happen. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Here we go. It is in your best interest, by the way, that we have a literate tomorrow. You're irrelevant if people can't read. And we need to start figuring out whether they can or cannot early in a child's career. <laughs> oh, my God. This is crazy. You got some, Rich, don't you? Yeah, I was looking a couple up over at uh, about.com under the entertainment political humor section. And I went down to number four, which because I thought this was kind of, um, kind of funny. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful. And so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people. And neither do we. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Because, you know. They did a good job on us. Yeah. He's crazy. Here's the, <laughs> the other one. Um, um, what the hell was this? Oh, wait a minute. All right, here's another one. Here's another one. Number three on their list. The now, he's saying this to a divorced mother. <laughs> what are you guys doing? No, I'm just reading Here, Here's something. another one. To a divorced mother of three, this is what he says to her. He says... You work three jobs. Uniquely American, isn't it? I mean, that is fantastic that you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be kidding me. He said that? <laughs> to a divorced mother of three. Oh, my God. He said it's fantastic. He's amazing. Well, he's just out of touch. He was just a spoiled rich kid that they put in because people liked his father. I think he was probably just surprised, you know, yeah, because of being the spoiled rich kid. Yeah. Uh, out of touch? Rich kid. 
For two terms, for eight years? Well, Americans are out of touch. Listen, here's Americans what I'm going to tell you right now. Fucking ass. No, I'm going to tell you right now why oh, Americans have a very difficult time <laughs> understanding stuff. Go ahead. This is because they think in four-year terms. Right. This is how Americans think. They talk in either four-year terms or ten-year terms. Right. No Americans can think beyond that. We think like, oh, we talk about the Carter, during the Carter administration. Well, during the Clinton, that's how we codify. Or we think in the 70s, 60s, 80s, or 50s. Right. We can't look at history in its entirety. Uh, very rarely right. does the conversation ever talk about, you know, 100 years, right. 200 years, right. where you can actually see things happen. The problem right. That's the thing about America is right. we don't that's know why our you history. You forget shit. You forget the, shit because you're not looking at the overall scope of the history. You're not looking at, right. you're not looking at the historical timeline. Like, right. the, we don't have that ability because of how, like, we've been brainwashed to think in four-year terms or 10-year terms. So it's the Obama years, the Bush years. The, no, no, no. Right. This goes on for 500 years. Like, right. you know, think in the terms of 1,000 right. right. years. Yes, think in terms of page. arcs. You know, right. the way I look at history, I mean, I, I look at it, that's one of the ways why people don't understand where I come from when I look at a lot of American history. Because I relate it, I relate American, what's going on today, to what's happened in other cultures at other times, in other places of the world, in other parts of, of history. When you, when, you, when you open your mind, see, so you know someone knows history when nothing, when nothing uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking Shocks them. You know, you people that read the newspaper, they, they don't know history. Oh my God, did you hear what happened? I yeah. can't believe it. Why can't you believe it? Fat that black kind of- women got <laughs> stabbed at Walgreens. <laughs> well, but again, people have been stabbed yeah, yeah. forever. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, when yeah. you have a historical perspective, things don't shock you as much. Right. You look at like a war that breaks out, you're like, huh, wow, another right. war. Because you know, it's just another war. It's not like, ah. Right, right, right. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Because uh, Americans are forgetful. We're like, we have the shortest attention span. And I think a lot of it has to do with what you said. We think in increments, not the whole picture. And we also think in, in, in shock value. And, you know, we think in, or, or we're conditioned to follow the bouncing ball, you know? And, and so very few, I mean, there's a lot of shit going on in America right now. A lot of shit. Immigration reform. We have uh, uh, immigration reform, gun control. We have Detroit, fucking Detroit. Yeah. One of the uh, 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 biggest uh, manufacturing cities in America. You know, gone. Not just gone. Like it's 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 unbelievable what's happening there. Yeah. Like unbelievable. Um, I, I definitely want to do. Let, let me let me just do one one uh, one more quote and then read uh, something else about uh, uh, Mr. Bush. Um, but I definitely want to do. Uh, we're definitely going to do uh, uh, an episode on 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 uh, the history and the demise of Detroit, uh, including the 1943 riots, the 1967 riots, up to uh, its present day apocalyptic fucking insane, you know, just disaster that's gone in there. I think a lot of people have heard what's going on in Detroit, but I don't think a lot of people actually understand the ramifications of what's actually going on there. Detroit. Right. Yo, what up, Detroit? Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. That's from a big man, Dorian. Hey, yo, hey, yo. Dorian Flowers, if you're out there. What's up? Hey, yo. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. Big the fuck up, Detroit. Big up, big up. You Detroit fuckers, you work hard. You work hard for your money. You keep shit going. You stay there steadfast doing your thing, not interrupted by bullshit that goes on all over America. You stay strong. Big up. Big up. We're with you, man. 
the Detroit Lions. <laughs> All right, one more quote. This is I just had to say this last one. A free, peaceful Zimbabwe has got the capacity to deliver a lot of goods and services which are needed on this continent in order to help alleviate suffering. <laughs> He said alleviate. He meant alleviate. He says alleviate. As in, in order the, to alleviate suffering for up to eight hours. As, 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 as in, as in I like the alleviate. She yeah. should just take some alleviate. As in the over-the-counter anti-inflammatory drug. Yeah. Mr. Zimbabwe, we're here to alleviate yeah, yeah, your yeah. problems <laughs> for up to eight hours. Your nasal passages. If the problems persist for two days, please, please consult, consult a physician. <laughs> if you have an erection Zimbabwe. lasting longer than eight hours. If you sniff an alleviate and take a Viagra, you may start seeing floaties inside your eyes. What do you think Zimbabwe people are thinking when they're just looking up at this guy like, well, we can't really say anything. Like, you know, right. they're just like, I don't know. Did everybody tell him that this is a drug over the counter? Does everybody tell him? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this president. Somebody need to tell him I leave is a drug. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mr. Bush, you know, I see, you know, seriously, I was pissed off during the eight years he was in office. But I had compassion and I felt sad when he was coming down those stairs when Obama took office. He re he literally looked like, like, you ever see those wildlife that gets washed ashore from like an oil spill, like a duck? It's full of oil and it's all fucking disheveled and shit. And it's just done. It's done. It's just. That's what homeboy looked like. <laughs> he just looked like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. He bit off more than he can chew. They I said mean, this would be easy. I just have to do what the big hand up my ass told me to right, do. Right, well, right. But, you know, here's the question America needs to ask themselves. Do the people make the leader or does the leader make the people? I think it's time also that everyone needs to look in the mirror. We got George Bush because we were we were fat on the hog. Right. We, were, we weren't reading. We weren't learning. We weren't teaching our children. And we we're weren't working not. hard. And, and we're, we're still, still not. not. So that's the leader you're going to get. We're still not. We we elect a president, uh, uh, our current president, and he, like you said, you know he's a black president. Let's you know let's elect him. What you said? Why is that a big deal? He it should not. Uh, he, uh, he that should not be news. The fact okay. that that's news is fucked up. After George Bush, they could have run. They could have run a hippopotamus in a ballerina costume, and they would have voted for him from from uh, uh, Fantasia, right? And they would have voted for a pink. Right, hippopotamus. Right, in a pink ballet costume because right. that's how effed up. I mean, I think what the George Bush years taught us in my generation is we're not as free as we thought. I mean, when he went up in his freedom, 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 this it made the rest of us realize, oh shit, that's bullshit. We're not as free as we thought we were. You know, we now uh, freedoms are continuously take, taken away from us. They just they're right. working. They just passed the bill right now right. Uh, in Congress. To be able to, for the police to be able to look into our email and phone records easier. Right, right. You know, that used to not be the case. So, right. so I think that's what George Bush taught us. George Bush taught us that the wealthy class, that the, the people who, you know, sell the, you know, the, the people that sell the weapons run the big oil trusts. Like, I think our generation got caught up in this. We can be anybody. And now we kind of figured out, oh no, there's other buddies. <laughs> and they're fucking powerful, and there's not shit we can do. We can rally right. and smoke bongs in the right, park right, on Sunday right, right, and right, yeah, right. they just pump banners, all this patriotic shit up into our asses right. and and everybody. And if you didn't, and if you didn't agree, then you were unpatriotic. And if you didn't go along with what they were fucking saying, then right. well, you're not you're not for America. What are you, Al Qaeda? You know, right. and they fucking go nuts. But we're lazy. We're Maybe. lazy. We're a lazy society. Yeah. You know, we 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 want to sit back and let somebody else. 
take care of things. You know what I mean? That's why in in four years, uh, uh, Obama is in office and people are like, well, he hasn't done shit. He, you know, he he hasn't fixed everything that's fucked up. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, really? Yeah. Well, it's unbelievable. He's trying to unfuck well, again, some things first. But, but again, you're thinking, no, time out. Again, that's that four-year right, thing. Right. One of the things I will say about Obama is he has an ability to think long-term. He understands what the ramifications of certain things are. Right. Okay? And the problem is, and, and here's the reality is, when you're dealing with nations and hundreds of millions of people, you can't just implement something now and sit back and say, oh, who won? It's not a football game. It's not done in two and a half hours. Right. He has to implement strategies now that your children will be able to reap from right, right. and then some. So, But Americans, they just, well, the polls, fuck the polls. Right. I mean, the, if you said, oh, well, this person says this in the poll, this right. person, it, it, it's like lining up, it's like going to the pool hall. This is what a poll is to like, going to the pool hall and lining up all these schmucks and say, what do you think? Well, I think the <laughs> fucking nation bring back the oh, beer. Oh, I think the white boy should hit the black ball oh, and knock it on the corner. Yo, yo, I think that, like, you know, they need to keep giving out free pickles with the sandwiches. <laughs> Nobody knows shit. Fuck the polls. The polls are so stupid. Yeah. Well, it's also a lot of manipulation. And I'm talking about Polish people. The Poles, <laughs> these cocksuckers, <laughs> they were the ones that voted him in. Yeah. Big up, Polish people! Big up if you're smart and you're Polish! Big up, big, big up! To all you Polish Icelandic people fucking your cousin <laughs> up in the place, please come and, come and tap the phone. Big up, Iceland! Yeah. Anyway, another article uh, on the same topic in the week. Um, <clears throat> Former President George Bush is the political is in the political wilderness no more, said Fred Barnes in WeeklyStandard.com. The 43rd President's Library and Museum were dedicated last week, coinciding with a surge in popularity for the unfairly maligned former president. Bush now has a favorability rating of 47%, about the same as President Obama's, and more than 20 points higher than when Bush left the office. Uh, a reevaluation of his legacy is beginning to take hold. <clears throat> Bush Bush's record deserves a second look, said Victor Davis Hansen in NationalReview.com. Uh, he wasn't eloquent or slick, but he was a good man who calmed and united the country post 9-11 yeah. and kept us safe from further attacks on U.S. soil. While mistakes were made in Iraq, his Churchillian surge in 2006-2007, helped turn the tide. Liberals afflicted with Bush uh, derangement syndrome portrayed W as a callous moron, but people once scorned Harry Truman, too. Bush's warranted rehabilitation will come. We turned the tide in 07 because Bush sat down and realized he wasn't this commander-in-chief with a fucking cowboy hat that he thought he was. He I'll sat down and Petraeus took flakes. over. When Petraeus took over and changed the military, that wasn't Bush. That was Bush realizing he had exhausted all his fucking options, been through seven generals, nine books, yeah. nine best-selling books they wrote. I mean, it's like we attacked Iraq so that the generals could write novels. It's like, that's why the fuck we... He went through 80 medical marijuana cards. He just fucked everything up. I'm just saying, man, it was when Petraeus came in that he no. turned the tide. Don't, don't attribute that, that to Bush. That's, that's a good point. They fucked up so bad in the beginning. I mean, let's just talk straight military. Let's not talk Republican, Democrat. They landed... And they made this mad surge for Baghdad. Think about this. They landed our troops on, we, I think we made three or four major assaults. And we rushed up to Baghdad. Meanwhile, we left all the people behind us. 
You don't just rush up to. I mean, what this notion that we were going to take out Saddam and everyone was going to wave their panties in the air and come out and like we're all going to have cake and tea. These people were ready for us. The other thing is you sat on the news. okay, and I know that's how wars have to be fought these days with the U.N., but you gave them like a two, three month lead time of maybe we're going to go to war. We're having this speech, this press conference, axis of evil. I mean, it's like, come on, guys. I mean, like, I just wish America would fight wars to win. You don't just announce for three months that, like, but yeah, that, we're coming. It's going to be thing. great. That's the thing. We're having Kool-Aid. That's the thing. You don't win wars. That's the thing. You see? I wish America... You said something brilliant. You said, I wish America would fight wars to win. You don't win wars. Wars are not meant to be won. Wars are meant to fucking create chaos. Chaos creates money. You understand? It's That war was about fucking... Like building Starbucks and fucking all these, you know, bullshit. Yeah, we want to strip most. But I'm saying, yeah. no, no, no. Wars are wars. Always historically have been made to win. You go to win a war. You go to prosecute another army and and take control or something. We go to set up a base and just have a presence there and have a part. Yeah, there's and not a real. We're not really trying to like win the war. We're trying to just no. establish ourselves. Ha, have a they, rave. If they did, they would have had a better reason and had. They would have at least. Fucking planted some fucking, you know, weapons of mass destruction in there. Well, here we go. Tried to fucking win that shit. You know, you, know? You, you can't be serious, said Steve Bennon in MSNBC.com. Bush's apologists are now arguing that from 9-12 on, he kept us safe. This judicious bit of editing cuts out the facts that the worst terrorist attack on U.S. soil in history happened on his watch. In August 2001, Bush was on vacation at his Texas ranch, when he was handed uh, when he was hand delivered a CIA memo entitled "Bin Laden Determined to Strike in U.S." with a specific warning about airplanes. All right, Bush told the briefer, "You cover your ass now." He then went back to driving his shiny pickup around his ranch. A month later, three thousand people died. Saying Bush kept America safe after nine eleven is like saying, other than that. Uh, uh, like saying, other than that iceberg, the Titanic had a pleasant voyage. The catastrophes kept piling up after that, said Jonathan uh, Chait of NewYorkMag.com, a simpleton who ignored evidence in favor of his gut. Bush led us into a bloody and costly war in Iraq on deliberately cooked intelligence and then horribly botched the occupation, pinning our military down there for a decade. At least more than a fucking decade. He, pres he presided over an economy sustained by easy credit and an unsustainable housing bubble, which directly caused the 2008 meltdown. Nobody talks about that shit. His unfunded wars and unaffordable tax cuts turned a budget surplus into a $1 trillion, uh, uh, $1 trillion annual deficit. History will not be kind to Bush because his eight-year presidency was... But was a full disaster at home and abroad. It's the truth. No, no one talks about the fucking housing disaster and the banking fiasco that happened on his watch. They want to blame that to, to Obama, believe it or not. Oh, yeah, because it happened like almost around his time. When, when like he Obama took, gets sworn in, yeah. and then he should have immediately been able to do something Obama about it. Obama did do past. something. He saved it. That's right. He, but he no, avoided global banking collapse. No, let's, he did. Let's, and he avoided the collapse of Detroit. Let's oh, remember that, too. The auto industry, that's right. right. Dude, if it weren't, Obama saved the yo, auto industry. Yo, if Obama did not bail out the automobile industry, brother, how are your cocksucking skills? 
Could you swallow big, massive quantities of gobbled <laughs> For food? a Ford Fusion, I would. No, the I'm, other telling, thing too, I'm telling you, man. The other thing, the Prius right you now. know, when we attacked Iraq, we didn't have enough intel. We didn't have enough translators. We didn't go with enough. We did not go to, like, actually fight that war. It was, do you know what it was? It was... It was actually, in a lot of ways, it was an embarrassment, I think, because we, we had this huge, big, powerful military forever. And we always, like, you know, we had we were like the big dick in on campus. And yeah, we yeah, always were. Our we're the only, you know, we're the, we have right. the most powerful fleet. Right. We have, like, a kick-ass Air Force. Hey, we yo. have Trident nuclear submarines. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're coming to battle. And here we got a bunch of guys with, like, rocket-propelled grenades, yep. m- makeshift bombs. Explosive boulders. Yeah, like AK-47s <laughs> left over from the filming yo, of Rambo 3. Yo, take care of that yo, in a week. Unlimited supplies of pop rocks <laughs> yeah. to yeah. save from the 80s. They're, they're making, yeah. They're, they're, they got Wiley Coyote making yeah. bombs back yeah, there, yeah. right? Roadside bombs. That's why they can't, this, this war still going on because you're fucking with the wrong people. Well, the other problem, too, is like y- y- it's hard to fight terrorist organizations with troops on the ground. You have to right. infiltrate them and, right. and, and assassinate them. And, but there's just no way. I mean, right. they come back. Right. You know, you, 1-800-893-9562. Do it, man. Do yourself a favor. Call in. Give us your opinion. We're going to we're going to uh, end this. We have a tendency of getting on one topic and going. This is great, though. I mean, the library. Come on, man. <laughs> but the, my favorite thing of all time during Bush's fucking eight year tenure was getting hit, getting a shoe thrown at him. Not two, two shoes. He got two shoes thrown because I watched the He dodged again. both. That was he, the bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, dodged he's good both. good at dodging shit. Well, he dodged both. <laughs> but the thing is, if somebody was like, like, if if I was unwarranted, if, if, if a shoe throwing at me was unwarranted, I would have been like, you know what? This is bullshit. I'm out. You don't control your fucking people. I'm out of here. Right. He stands there smug, you know, like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't afraid of you. You ain't afraid of me. I ain't afraid of you. You know what I mean? It was just like... it. it that's that 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 was that was it. Whatever happened to that guy? Is he still in jail? Yeah, um, the shoe. No, I think he's running the Starbucks, the new Starbucks that opened I think, there. I think they 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 tell us that he's in jail, but his jail is probably really nice. Yeah, he's probably got the key to the cell. What if Thank that was like a carnival so ride? Da, 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 da. Now you come on, step right up, grab a shoe, <laughs> chuck it, and pass presidents to <laughs> get them in the dunk tank. Now you can hit our past president George H or George W. Bush with a shoe at his own library for free admission, high and dry, high and dry. All right, free Jello in the George W. Bush cafeteria at the library. Here we go. Put like arm guards. Another another controversy. Another controversy. Yo, you got more controversy. Another one. Hey yo, bust it. Only in America. Students at a Georgia high school held the school's first ever integrated prom, but a large group of white parents refused to participate, staging their own whites-only prom. Georgia Governor Nathan Deal called the separate proms a private issue, and said. This was not something the state government needs to have its finger involved in. When did this happen? Just you would think like maybe 50 years ago. Just right? recently. I didn't realize that, that they hadn't had. They segre- In the past, they have segregated their proms. This yeah. is the first year integrated. that they have an integrated That's right. prom. That's correct. This they year. would have the white prom. They don't the want the white prom. chicks getting pregnant. Right. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy. Look, look at the, you know what it really is? You know what it really is? What is it? It's the white guys want to get laid. And they know if they let the brothers into the prom. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Where the big, fat, white ass at? Hey, yeah, yo. you can't let the brothers into the prom because then the, 
you know, you know, Victor Swinebuckle. Man, I used to get laid all the time. I, I my name's Victor Swinebuckle. I like my bow tie. Here's a corsage from the black dude would roll up on fucking hey, 20s. Hey, yo, roll it up, bump it in the park. All the white chicks Mommy, would Mommy, I'm not going to the prom if Tyrone's going to be there because that means I won't get laid. Can we yeah. dance with your dates? Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, madam. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> madam. Listen, shall we curtsy? Listen here. Listen here. Listen here. Yeah. That's crazy. Brother comes in, dude, you know. Fuck shit up for oh, the yeah. white man. That's yeah. Fucking playing dude. rap music that doesn't Odds even rhyme anymore the at, the, right. at the thing. You're right. like, right. rolling her with yeah, the yeah. hug. With yeah, the yeah. get a get a hug. Get a hug. Get a hug. With the get a get a hug. Get it down. Get it down. Coming down to eat my clown. Coming yeah, down. Coming like, down. Know, the rap doesn't even rhyme anymore. They're what the fuck is the world yeah. coming to? Fucking rap is. Get it up. Coming down to get my boss. Coming up. Coming up. With a dollar. Get it up. That's like. Every oh, rap song now. Oh, 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 <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Oh, oh, oh. Yo, yo, they don't let us even go to the prom. Unbelievable. Oh, they're just teaching racism right there. That's where it comes from. Why, why, still, why is everybody still racist? Hi, I'm Trevor you know, Tweedbuckle. Uh, would you like to be my dance to the prom? <laughs> Here's a corsage. So here we go. Here we go. Snoop. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Yo, Snoop Dogg, for those of you who don't know, Snoop Dogg, for those of you guys out there in, in, in uh, Nestorius uh, uh, public radio land, that don't know, uh, Snoop Dogg recently changed his name to Snoop Lion. Yeah, that to, was a shock. I, to I honor no his uh, Jamaican roots, I didn't know. I didn't know he had Jamaican roots. But big up, big up Snoop Lion. Big yeah. up your bomba clad jiffy pop popcorn hairdo man. <laughs> big up. That's right. I'm a big Snoop Dogg fan. Whatever the fuck he calls himself, I'm all for it. Anyway, uh, Snoop Lion might well be the president's number one fan, said Simon uh, Haddonstone, the Guardian in the UK. I love Obama. How could I not love him, says the rapper, who used to call himself Snoop Dogg. This motherfucker got three states smoking weed legally now, and they're talking about getting Texas, too. If we can get Texas, goddamn, it's a wrap. Snoop never thought he'd see a black president in his lifetime. I had no hope. Ain't no nigga ever been. <laughs> ain't no nigga ever. Ain't no nigga gonna win. And if the nigga do win, they're gonna kill him as soon as he gets in office. But Obama says Snoop. But uh, hold on a second. I just lost my place here. But Obama says Snoop was a different kind of black politician. He was sharp. He had the swagger of a real player but had the conversation the other people related to. He made everybody feel he was their guy, and now he's in office doing his thing. He's our guy. Yeah, don't you love it when, the, you know, when right. hip-hop stars are, yeah, he's doing his thing up in the White House, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Snoop Lion. Everyone's changing their name. 50 Cent became Fitty. Yeah. Puff Daddy yeah. became P. Diddy. Yeah. And then they got an argument between Fitty and Diddy. Yeah. It's like, yo, the shitty and the gritty. Come yo. on, Titty. Get Everyone, with the city. Oh, God. Everyone changed their name. It's like, oh, I'm a lion now. Oh, I'm a jaguar. No, I, I just have to I'm read that. A, I'm I a bird. That. I thought that was funny. I'm a bird. I had that funny. Here, another thing. I don't know if you guys knew this, but David Lee Roth, the uh, uh, lead singer of Van Halen, um, I just have to say that I got, I got big props for homeboy. David Lee Roth willingly surrendered his celebrity, said uh, Steve Kendall in BuzzFeed.com. In the early 1990s, the former Van Halen frontman saw his solo career come to a grinding halt. 
Two words. Kurt Cobain says Roth. 57. Glum grunge bands like Nirvana were on the rise. And arenas to... Uh, and Roth's brand of mindless, hedonistic rock was suddenly out of fashion. They had I a new brand of mindless, hedonistic rock. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I went... I went uh, the Owens music was really deep. I mean, I love Van Halen, seriously, well, but... So do I. It's on. great music. Yeah. I, I, went from, I went from playing arenas to state fairs, he says. That will cause you to reflect on your values. Roth, Roth could have sat back, enjoying my accomplishments, living off my residuals. Instead... He gave up rock and roll and uh, retrained as a paramedic in New York City. His rock star past didn't impress his fellow EMTs. The attitude, uh, the altitude drop is when somebody realizes who you are and then takes you to task. Roth rejoined Van Halen in 2007, but says he was enriched by his several years of going on ambulance runs. In fact, he says being a rock band singer requires some of the same skills as racing around. New York, attending to seriously injured people. Uh, verbal judo, staying calm in the face of uh, hyper-accelerated emotion. Same bizarre hours, same keening velocity. Uh, free cocaine, uh, uh, blowjobs in the back of the EMC. A lot of fucking blowjobs. Didn't he have, didn't he have insurance that if he knocked some chick up that uh, they would that the insurance company would take would care for of them? For the rest for of that yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I mean, my, that's very similar. I mean, a lot of ambulance drivers name, have that. I put my actually. name on the list to get impregnated. <laughs> I said, fuck it, if he's going to take care of me for the rest of my yeah, life. Can you imagine? We, we, got, we got people that used to fight Predators and Commando and Terminator running the California. We got ex rock and roll stars. You're like, imagine you have a heart attack. Dynamite. No, no. Imagine you like once for a roadie backstage when he fucking found my coke stash. You have a heart attack. You're lying on the ground. You're looking up at the sky. All of a sudden, in walks Alice Cooper. Like, hey, hold on. Like, do you need a do you need a blood chain transfusion? Yeah. But you know yeah. what? You know the what? Lead, yeah, the, the drummer for Scorpion walks in. He starts pumping your chest. You're like, oh, man. And, like, yeah. and, you're, and you're half dude, dead. I love Red Rocks. You're yeah. half dead. And you're like, I thought you were dead, dude. Yeah, Can you rock sign and my roll chest legends. you pump it? Big up, David Lee Roth. We love you here at NPR Nestorius Public Radio. Big up, big up, David Lee Roth. All right, all right, all right. Uh, that's crazy shit. And uh, one more, one more. I, I like to look at fucking crazy people doing their crazy shit. Uh, there's this guy, Mark Brandon Reed. I don't know if you guys know about him. Uh, Mark Brandon Reed uh, from Australia is proof that crime can pay, said Matt Siegel in the New York Times. The most feared criminal in Australian history is the author of a dozen best-selling books detailing his career as a headhunter who made money terrorizing other criminals. In the 1970s and 80s, uh, Reed, known as Melbourne's, uh, uh, known in Melbourne as Chopper, or I think they call it Melbourne in Australia, uh, known in Melbourne as Chopper, kidnapped drug dealers and pimps and tortured them with blow torches until they handed over their earnings. He extorted money from illegal casino bo casino bosses, walking into gambling dens and threatening to light the explosives clamped between his teeth. <laughs> he, says, he says, there's no sense in carrying it in your pocket, is there? There's no sense in that. <laughs> says Reed. This guy Ooh. was like the Dexter of the underworld. Dude is crazy. Who now lives in a quiet <laughs> Melbourne suburb, suburb with his wife. He is thought to have murdered 19 people, although he disputes that figure. Honestly, I haven't killed that many. 
Probably about four or seven, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. I like how he goes from four to seven. What happened yeah. to four or five? Yeah. Right? Four or seven, depending on how you, you know, look a at few, it. A few here, a few 17, yeah, yeah. you know. And he notes, he was always polite to his victims. Just yeah. because you're going to kill a man is no reason for discourtesy. Oh, what a it's, nice person. It's now Reed who's facing death. He was diagnosed with liver cancer last year and has only months to live. Has, uh, has he thought... What will happen when he meets his maker, if anything? He says, he says, what the fuck he says? If anything, I'm owed an apology, is what he says. Unbelievable. This this guy's crazy. Uh, uh, says Reed, who spent 24 of his 58 years in jail. Well, but you know, he's like a, he, I, he's like a comic book guy. That he only goes after the bad guys. Yeah, he's, he's the Dexter for the mob, you know? He just, he'll go after all the That's bad guys. That's when you know you're a bad dude, when you go after the people. Yeah, you that, take out the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, well, the, I'm for the underdog. I, I, I wish he, you know, I wish him well. He's I, an I, underdog. Yeah, you know, everybody's against him because he only killed, you know. You know, uh, like five or seven people. Yeah. Like most people don't, you know, like, oh, how terrible, you know? Yeah. Well, I they're mean, not going to be on his side. Are you on his side? I'm on his side. I hope he does well. No, I. I With the cancer? Or you hope he does well when he meets his maker? I hope I hope that he, he, he lives out the rest of his days in peace and happiness. But what about he when dies? he meets his maker? What do you, he make, what's your hope? I what, hope that. How's that, that conversation go? I hope that he gets to go. <laughs> where he wants to go because you know that, that i don't know his maker who made him i don't know i don't know i don't know how that conversation would go but I, maybe his maker would be like fuck i made you pretty good you did yeah. what i told you to do because i mean this guy was obviously equipped for the job you know yeah. and he, it's time to come his home. maker was like i his create maker was like what dude, you did too good i gotta pull you in and pat you on the back his maker so, was like i created you to blowtorch motherfuckers you were yeah. like you were the one the chosen to fight the demons <laughs> yeah yeah, Sometimes the bad shit's going you do with a blowtorch or a gun, people are killing people. Sometimes you need an Australian to go in there and handle <laughs> shit, dude. It's a crazy. Yeah. This is a knife. This guy should have been in the military. That's not a knife. <laughs> That's not a blowtorch. That's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. what's the difference where the cops go in and extort him or, or, or Jimmy Mel Melbourne? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's Jimmy Melbourne here with the, they, they call me Blowtorch Billy. Oh, my God. He was Chopper. It's Chopper, yeah. Chopper, yeah. I love this guy. Chopper Reed. Chopper. Chopper Reed. That yes. guy's awesome, man. I hope, I, you know, and I, I I think he'll do well. Where is Melbourne? It's on the West Coast, uh, right? He's a West Coast chopper. Yeah, West he's a West Coast of Australia. Yeah, Mark, Mark, Mark Brandon Reed. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Thank you. Big up! Big up, Mark Brandon Reed. Come on. Big up, Mark Brandon Reed, man. Big, big up. You killed everybody in the fucking house and you talked to them first. <laughs> he was very he was polite. Nice. He, was he was very nice, nice about it. He, bought, he, could, he would pop a nice thing of kettle corn for them. Yep. They would sit down and enjoy an espresso on, yes, a, on a very expensive, uh, very fancy espresso maker. And then he would blow their fucking head off. Yeah. I like the how you look at it, five to seven. Because he probably had some dude on the edge of a tall building and pointing a shotgun. He's like, well, I can do you, or you can let gravity take the job, you know, yeah, take yeah. the work. Yeah. Four yeah. to so, seven. It's like a happy hour. You know, it's like, well, those two guys jumped. I mean, I was holding the shotgun at him. Depends on how you look at it. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. but he was probably nice about it. I wasn't shooting at him. I wanted to shoot by him. He happened to be right there where I wasn't even <laughs> wanting to shoot. But it was like, it was like four or seven. It know? wasn't at him, at him. It was sort of around him, at him. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> right, right, right. Ah, oh, boy. Okay, so yeah. College students, after scientists found 
that the typical beer pong oh, ball man, that, uh. is teeming with up to 3 million germs, including salmonella, staph, and E. coli. Many of those bugs end up in the beer. On beer pong, ping pong yeah. balls, <laughs> yeah, salmonella, that's also been found on some of the men who play ping pong. On, 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 beer pong, beer pong. <laughs> Crazy shit. And uh, here, online porn. You remember that, right? Beer pong or online porn? Uh, online porn. Oh, I just needed to make some cash. <laughs> <laughs> A new abstinent movement. Masturbation has become the latest frontier in the school of self-improvement, said Emily Witt in NewYorkMag.com. Believe it or not, there's a burgeoning movement of young men who've sworn off both internet porn and masturbation. These men have created a forum on the social media website Reddit where they contend that online porn conditions men to want constant variety, an endless set of images and fantasies, and requires them to experience increasingly heightened stimuli to feel aroused. Men who engage in too much masturbation or fapping, F-A-P-P-I-N-G, as the site calls it, uh, can't perform when they find themselves with real women. Practicing fapstinence, uh, abstinence from fapping, however, enables them to conserve their vital energies and thus makes them more confident with real women and more masculine in general. It's an increasingly popular message. About 400,000 men now visit the NoFap site each month. I feel like a man again is the common refrain. I, I think that you take the confidence out of a man by calling it fapping. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, you know, sometimes because I'll be like fapping a chick, right? Hey, yo, like, you know, no, like I'm putting the music on, I'm lighting off. the candle so I can get my fap on. Hey, yo, hey, yo, sometimes I feel like fapping, sometimes I feel like fapping in. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta fap that ass. Where do these fucking people come up oh, with these man, stupid I fucking don't know. names? It's like they, they changed the name from, uh, from why can't you midget just say, to little people, yeah, you know? Why can't you just say jerking off? They can't, because it's got a negative connotation. No, but everything has this fucking catchy phrase. Everything's gotta have like a little... Package to it, fapping, fapping. That's not. I'll that's fucking, terrible. Well, hold on, but they th- need think a about better one saying. than fapping. No, but what they're saying is a really good point. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's like no, but think about it. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. You got a minute? Go for it. What are the problems with our society? And it's a problem. Of part of it is porn, and part of it is access to internet porn. Part of it is access to this gratuitous sex on television and music. Is no. It, Everyone's pushing the envelope. I have no problem. Why do we need a dungeon? Why can't we just go back and make out on my couch? Why do I have to smack you, choke you, spit on your face, come on your face? Why can't we hold hands and walk through the park? No, I'm I'm telling you. I got you. You guys are married. You're not out there right now. Right. I'm telling you. When you go out there, it used to be. It used to be you'd have to convince a girl to do some dirty shit that you wanted to fap her. Now, now, no. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Now, let me give you. let Let me tell you right now. I was with this girl, this bartender chick. Right. The only thing she knew about sex was from porn. Mm-hmm. She had no clue there was other type of sex, like right. where you just lay down and like right. kiss. Right. She had no clue. Right. It was wonderful. No, I understand. I understand. <laughs> I'm with you. You, taught her, you, you showed her a brand oh, new phenomenal. world. No, 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 no. I'm just what? saying it's a problem <laughs> out there. You mean no, I don't no, have no, to no. shove this I'm in with, my twat? Really? I'm with you. Normal sex isn't good enough. Now you got to get a vacuum cleaner involved. <laughs> you got to get gerbils, ping pong balls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, regular sex is... Benoit balls. Like, yeah. Why can't we just Click sit out, plaques, watch a movie, make it out, on your fucking scrotum, make it tingle. You need to pinch it, clip it, flip it, zip it, fap it. You got 
hanging upside down. Why the fuck are you hanging upside down, you piece of shit? Because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you need that, but I think people get carried away with it, and that's all they do. I You're think, a disgrace to your father. I think you mother. should. You should just you should just break off and have that every now and then as like, you know, like you're going to go to the beach once a month or once a year, right? It's like a trip to the beach, you go camping. Yeah. That's it. And sometimes you got to fap out. Yeah, you know, you, you, just, that's when it, you do the crazy shit. It's but crazy. you know what? I, I don't think the whole online shit, because guys, they're, all they need to do is walk around and they're looking at chicks all the time anyway, right? You know, I mean, they don't need not this in whole LA. variety. You're but they're not, but they're not, but here's the problem is porn is violent. See the difference? It is. It is. You see the difference? It's not. It's not sensual anymore. No, no, There's no. There's nothing. Yeah, it's, 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 it's violent. Well, You're once you start shaving, person. once you start shaving the private parts of a woman, it becomes violent. When she back yeah. in the seventies, when the shit was fucking hairy and wild, that was more sensuous to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just, I just fucking Simon was just having a serious thought. Big up to Harry Bush. Big up to unshaven sexual he got, parts. He got brought back to his bartender. Big up to 1970s porn. Big up to fapping. Yeah, man. Right. Listen, we're gonna wrap this shit up. I just want to make a uh, give a big up to a charity of a, of the week. More than seventy five thousand professional architects, designers. Technicians and construction workers uh, aid those in dire need of their services through uh, Architecture for Humanity. Uh, go to their website, architectureforhumanity.org. They devote most of their resources to communities that have been wrecked by poverty and natural disasters since 1999. AFH has built structures for more than 2 million people in 46 countries around the world. Some of their completed construction projects include a high school in Kenya an orphanage in India, a community center in Haiti, also known as Haiti, and new houses for Mississippi families whose homes were destroyed by Hurricane Katrina. Prior to construction, AFH designers consult families to accommodate their needs. They also replace outdated designs with more durable structures in order to minimize subsequent damages. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, uh, um, absolutely. Big up. Big up to the architecture for humanity. Big up. ArchitectureForHumanity.org We're going to wrap this shit up. It's beautiful uh, hanging out with you guys. Thanks for tuning in to uh, Nestorius Public Radio here on SkidRowStudios.com uh, Make sure that you uh, come to our Facebook page. I just started a new Facebook page for us. That would be uh, Facebook uh, Facebook.com uh, forward slash Nestorius Public Radio. Um, getting the website up, NestoriusPublicRadio.com. Of course, you can come here to SkidRowStudios.com, download the episodes, or you can go to iTunes and download the episodes. iTunes. I, we're still up on the uh, new and noteworthy page somewhere in that jumble of podcasts. Yo, we're up on iTunes, new and noteworthy. So tell your friends, tell your friends' friends. You got nothing better to do, yeah, baby. Yeah, come hang yeah. out with us. We're making things happen. We're yeah. going to have a website. It's yeah. going to be fucking huge. We're having yep. a picnic next yep. summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Subscribe. Subscribe. Go to <laughs> iTunes. Go, go to, to Nestorius Public Radio. Subscribe. Also, uh, rate it. Go to the uh, uh, the iTunes page under the Nestorius Public Radio and rate the show. Give us five stars or give us whatever stars you want. You don't have to lie. If you don't like the show, give us a comment. If you don't like the show, do, do leave us a comment. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, Nestorius at gmail.com. Okay, this is gonna be it for us. Big up, big up, job, big, big up, job, big up. 